Here's the cat mama herself, Melissa Newman, making the world a better place for cats with the Cat Show podcast. Hello, cat people everywhere. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast about grief. This is not going to be an easy podcast to make or listen to, but it might be one that gives you the most insight into the grief around losing your loved fur baby. It's hard for some people to understand why losing a pet can be so painful. So often, people try to minimise the importance because of all the other painful things in the world. We can't do that. We need to grieve. And we need to take the time to do so. Some people will get over it quicker than others, and that's okay as well. There's no rules. Grief is messy. It's not something that has a timeline with a start date and an end date. It can jump out at you when you are not expecting it to. This is why this subject is so important to talk about. We need to feel grief to heal. There is no easy, quick fix solution for this one. We need to take it in our own time and do what we need to in order to heal. And there is never any way we can fully heal. I love the idea of kintsuji. I hope I've pronounced that correctly. It's the Japanese art of putting broken pottery pieces back together with gold. This is built on an idea that in embracing the flaws and imperfections, you can create an even stronger, more beautiful piece of art. It's about highlighting the scars rather than fixing the broken pieces to look like new. I feel this is what we do with grief. There is a process we go through and at the end of the day, we never really get over the broken heart. Those gold pieces holding it back together make us stronger and more beautiful as a person. Many people I know don't take the time to grieve because they don't feel that their loss is as big as others. David Kessler has written and co-written a number of books about grief and dying. In a recent interview, I heard him say that the worst loss is always your loss. And it is so true. It's important to understand that grief is not a competition. And sometimes grief is not even about death of a loved one. It's about the loss of something in your life. We get incredibly attached to our cats. Let's face it, we are more vulnerable around them than anything else on the planet. So being upset by the loss of our pet is going to be painful. And that is okay. We need to give ourselves permission to do what we need to do in order to process the loss. David Kessler and Elizabeth Kubler-Ross co-wrote a book called On Grief and Grieving, Finding the Meaning of Grief Through the Five Stages of Loss. I've always been very interested in psychology, probably because I was trying to find answers to help understand what I was going through better and to fix the world around me. I came across this book just as I needed to. Like many things that happen in life, the universe sends us what we need sometimes. This was not an easy book for me to read, but it did help me understand the structure and emotions around grief. When you are grieving for a pet, it's not a linear path you will be on. You will pass through one emotion to get to the next one, 
then sometimes go back to an earlier emotion and have to work through it and the process all over again. I feel that the stages of grief are like a set of emotions that you can step in and out of and you can see sort of where you're at. Denial is the first emotion. This one is easy to understand. It's not being able to believe this has happened and the loss doesn't seem real somehow. It is easier for us to think it hasn't happened than to fully understand the truth of the situation. This is a stage that can easily send you into an overwhelmed state of shock and sometimes you almost feel okay but can't understand or get your head around what has occurred. We then, at some stage, slide into the next emotion, which is anger. Why did this happen? Why me? Why them? Why that? Life isn't fair. This is an important stage to feel. Anger is the surface-facing part of our pain. When we feel unbalanced, this is often an emotion we go to. It gives you a lifeline to hang on to. It grounds you, even though it's very temporary. You must let it out. It's what makes us vent to our best friends. We need to talk about it, scream about it if we need to. Everyone has their own way to get this out of them. My favourite for this emotion is going down the beach and screaming it out of my body until I can't scream anymore. I have to make sure it's not a crowded beach, otherwise people think I'm a little crazy. But it's important that you don't hold it in. You need to release it. And the sooner you do, the sooner you can move past this emotion. The next stage is bargaining. This is a really interesting stage where we try to find a way to avoid the grief. This stage also includes a lot of what-if statements. What if I had done something differently? Or what if I had just delayed going somewhere for five minutes? Or what if, what if, what if? Lots and lots of what-if statements in there. Then you get to the stage where you begin to accept that your attempts of bargaining are futile and that is when depression kicks in. How does this look and feel? This is when you want to withdraw, when you're feeling like the pain is going to never end. You start to think that there is no way anyone can understand how you're feeling and what you're going through. The feeling of pure sadness. It's important to understand that although this is painful, it is normal. You are just now realising the true magnitude of the loss that you are experiencing. You will come out of it, but you will need to allow yourself time to do some self-love to do so. It's really important that you don't get stuck in the depression stage And if you do need help anywhere along the line with any of the grief process, it's important to reach out and ask for that help. Now, we don't just jump to the next stage from depression into acceptance. It kind of morphs from one to the next. This is not about everything being okay. This is about coming to terms with not having what you have lost in your life anymore. It's not about replacing what you've lost but finding a way to move forward. I said earlier, this is a process that is not a linear process. It's going to loop back and move forward and have you on quite the roller coaster of emotions. 
It's also not just something that we're experiencing with the loss of a feline friend. In fact, grief is not just about death. Grief is about loss. I see lots of grief currently, not just the loss of life, but the loss of our way of life. Any major event that takes something away from your life will bring you grief. And I think it's hard topics like this that we need to talk about much more. I find it interesting that the loss of a job, for instance, can cause the same process of grief to happen, but we don't want to call it that because it was just a job. It might be the end of a romantic relationship or even just a friendship, but we still grieve. We might move interstate, which is exciting and new, but we may still grieve our old life. We might even know somebody who is still here but dying and start going through the grief process before the loss even comes. There is no rules about when grief will show up. Like I said earlier, grief is about loss. It's not just about death. The last stage in grief is meaning. Sometimes we find meaning in loss, but it's very hard to find meaning in death. Unfortunately, death is something we can't avoid, and it will all happen to us eventually. It's about trying to reframe death in a positive way, not looking at the death itself, but the fact that we are who we are because of the positive experiences that our loved ones brought to us. David Kessler talks about finding closure and learning to remember those who have died with more love than pain, learning to move forward in a way that honours our loved ones. Every living being that you love that dies takes a piece of your heart, but it also leaves a little piece of themselves in your heart, mind and soul. You never get over grief, but you do find a way to live with it. You carry the memory of them in your heart, just like the gold holding the broken pieces together in Kintsugi. It does become your choice as to how you move forward. It becomes your choice in how you honour the memory. But do take the time to grieve and adapt. It's not a process that can be rushed. Give yourself the permission you need to do it in your own way, in your own time. I want to finish this podcast off with a quote that I think is perfect. Grief, I've learned, is just love. It's all the love you want to give but cannot. All that unspent love gathers up in the corners of your eyes, the lump in your throat and in that hollow part of your chest. Grief is just love that has no place to go. And that's by Jamie Anderson. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this podcast. I really do believe it's a conversation that we need to have. I hope you got some good information out of today's podcast that you can use just not on the death of a pet, but in life in general. Feel free to email me at meow at melissanewman.com.au if you have any questions or comments about the show. And please consider joining our community over at patreon.com forward slash catmama. Next week, we're going to be changing the tone and talking to Jenny from Cat Pads about what you need to look for when you're starting to plan 
an outdoor enclosure for your cats in at your home. We'll catch you again soon. <laughs>